Now, just a, a quick word. Um, as you know, Chat 10 Lops 3, been around for five years. Uh, just it's a burgeoning sinkhole of sort of semi-useful enterprises. <laughs> <laughs> it's spawned a Facebook group, newsletter. Um, Instagram, Twitter, this podcast that you're listening to, you can yep. go and sign up for the newsletter if you want, chat10looks3.com. Oh, well done. <laughs> APIs. Um, but we've also got a subscriber button too. Disappointingly, it doesn't get you anything else extra because we want to keep everything available and free for everybody. The newsletter, the um, Facebook group and podcast and everything. Um, if you've got a few shiny coppers to spare, and obviously not everybody does, um, head to our website, www.chat10looks3.com, and there's a little subscribe button. Well, there's not actually. You have to click on menu. Oh, sh- okay. When you click on the menu, Details. it comes down, and then it says subscribe in there. Thank God I was here to rescue that yeah. promotion. So, yeah, and visit if you our menu. Subscribe, if you'd like um, to, I'll give you Lisa's home address. <laughs> and, uh, you can pop round and, um, you know, jump on her in the shower. You're oh, welcome. God, that's actually terrible. We can't say that. Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> My name is Alexander <laughs> Hamilton. Um, How long have you been waiting for this moment? Quite a while. Yeah. Now, let's just get one thing out of the way first. This whole episode is going to be about us watching Hamilton. Yep. And I've had a few people uh, complain to me that there has been too much Hamilton content on the podcast. And, and we're so... here to say, go elsewhere. <laughs> go forth and multiply because this is not going to be an app that makes you happy at Well, all. what we thought we'd do is if we just if we tell you right off the top that we're not going to talk about anything but Hamilton in this episode, if you haven't seen Hamilton, if you're not interested in Hamilton, then just skip this like you would have skipped a couple of years ago the episode that we did about the finale of The Americans. This is going to include Hamilton spoilers. Hamilton's dead. Um, so it's uh, so funny how you always have to kind of you know defuse spoilers from history. You know, <laughs> spoilers. Now, um, Queen Victoria can, no longer around. Can I also share as well? Um, one of the things you and I've talked quite a lot about, and actually we laugh about it, but I am sort of disturbed by it, is the earworms that Hamilton oh, has created. Oh, no, it's the worst. It's, I, I, it is the stickiest thing I've ever listened to. I think that Hamilton has been, a, a song from Hamilton has been pretty much playing in my head constantly for the entire year. Um, but it's always not the same one either. Every morning, I reckon for months and months and months, I wake up with a different uh, line in my head. And not in an infuriating way. I must say in the last week it's been displaced, interestingly, for the first time in months by that songify this Donald Trump I ran down that ramp. Oh my god, there's this thing called songify this. It takes a line of Donald Trump's and then turns it into this like incredibly electronic musical number. That has blown it out, but I'm back now, baby. I'm back on Hamilton and well, it's so constant that you and I now, some mornings, just text each other and go, I've got Thomas Jefferson's coming home. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you'll go, yeah, I've got, yeah. you know, I'm never going to be satisfied. Yeah, <laughs> it's just and then, but it's not like, you know, it's not like sort of menstruating in tandem or anything. It's always different. Uh, and also I find that my children all wake up with different um, lines in their head as well. It's like, actually so, it's really strange, like how deep it burrows into your head. Yeah. And I can only assume that it must be... I did a bit of research when I was doing Any Ordinary Day about 
your brain, things that stay in your head, they're in this sort of part of your brain where it, your brain's still trying to process it and to understand something. And then once you've, under, like it's, it was in the context of trauma, once you've understood something, you stop ruminating on it all the time because your brain finds a way to file it. I can only presume that part of the reason Hamilton's so present in our head is that it's so rich that our brains are still trying to process it. Uh, yeah, and I'm not sick of it either. Often when you get an earworm, you kind of, it means you never want to hear that thing again. And I'm not really, I'm not there at, at all. In fact, if I'm ever thinking, oh, I'm at home, I'll just pop anything, pop something on to listen to, that's what I'll put on. So, Do you know the thing that made me laugh the most this year of anything that you've told me? What? <laughs> we were having this conversation about the Hamilton earworm mm. and you said, mate, it is so bad that the ABC has got a special up today about the Gospers Mountain Mega Blaze and every time I see it, I just go, Gospers Mountain Mega Blaze. <laughs> it was the Gospers Mountain Mega Blaze. <laughs> And click the city in days of haze. <laughs> Mega place. Mega place. Well, yeah, so I recognise things that will scan in the same way as a line from Hamilton. Now, that is actual that tragedy. That is next level that is of... very weird. Very yeah. weird. So when we last recorded a podcast, which was actually ages ago, we were about to go. Hamilton was about to be released on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. We decided that you were watching it. Yeah. Tell us how it went. Okay, so on that day when it became available, um, the kids and I watched it in the morning and we declared a full kind of packets of chips for breakfast. You know, it was like a full movie, <laughs> trash bag, extravaganza. extravaganza. I think we had marshmallows. Why would you have marshmallows? It was like 9am and we just closed the doors, turned off all the phones and hit play. And then watched it again later in the afternoon and then watched it again in the evening. <laughs> uh, so, top line thoughts. Uh, it completely changed my ideas about who the important people in the play are, in the musical are. Um, changed my views about um, who the strongest performers are and also... I was struck as I expected to be by the elegance of the production and the choreography. Did it, um, was it what you expected? Um, because unlike me, you would at least heard mm, the music before yeah. you saw it. I think I wasn't, uh, like I hadn't really factored in the role of the, of the supporting dance troupe. Like that was, um... I wasn't really expecting it to be such a visual spectacle because it's such an oral spectacle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's look. It was. It, it's so hard to sort of put it into words because there's so many different thoughts about it. But when I first saw it in London, I was going to it. I'd never listened to the music, and I knew not, basically nothing. Plus, about you were annoyed, it. and I was annoyed. I was in a bad mood, so I felt like when I saw it that because you know that all I knew is like okay, it's called Hamilton it's about Alexander Hamilton so Hamilton's the main character so I have to try to follow what his story is yeah. and so I, I watched it and I felt like oh my god this, this is amazing and and you know I'm trying to follow what's happening to Hamilton so the first time I watched it I did that when I then I've listened to the soundtrack yeah. you know the cast recording a million times and then when I saw it again um, I saw it twice on that day when you saw it three times as well um, I was struck watching it that really, actually, Alexander, it's not really Alexander Hamilton's story, it's Aaron Burr's story. Yeah, yeah. Aaron Burr is the main character. Yeah, and 
the songs that I thought were super important changed actually over the course of watching watching it for so real. What jumped out at you? Oh, the room where it happens is just so much more crucial than yeah. I thought it was. I mean, I always thought it was a catchy tune, but it is absolutely revelatory about Burr's crisis. And also, it's just the most extraordinary performance. Like, that guy, wow, Leslie, Leslie Odom Jr. Jr. Yeah. I just, he is everything in that song, right? Like he, He's just everything the, in the whole show. Right. So the the vocal range, oh the athleticism. God. His elegance. Yeah, he's his, so elegant. He, I thought, I mean, it's hard, when you're watching it, you're just going, well, that is the standout number and performance of the show. Yeah. And then the next thing comes and you just go, well, God, that's just, <laughs> like, um, satisfied. Yeah. I mean, her performance is just Renee, um, what's her name? Goldsworth, Golds something or other. Oh, no, what is her name? Hang on, I'll look it up. Um, I mean, but then, you know, David Dix, We're all about Philippa Sue in our Who's house. Uh, uh, Thomas Jefferson. And he, the repository of my newest and, and most inexhaustible crush. Uh, Renee... Then, Golds. while I was watching... Renee Elise Goldsberry. Very good. Yes. Um... The, the thing that started creeping up at me and kind of like grabbing at my throat anxiety-wise was like, wow, this is going to be... Like, it's absolutely crucial for the Australian performance that they find just the right person to be Aaron Burr. In yeah. a weird way, it doesn't matter who's Hamilton that much, I don't think, but Burr is really significant casting challenge. Yeah. And so is um, so is David Diggs' roles as well, Lafayette oh, and Jefferson, hard. because the he just illuminates that production with his kind of cheekiness and... Um, but, but then, but then you go. But what about? I mean, George Washington is phenomenal uh, and that, like really important. This is going to be a great podcast Both to listen to. Oh, yeah. Just us all no, going. Yeah, yeah. No, amazing, totally amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, oh, that guy, amazing. But, yeah, that's right. No, they look. They were all amazing. Every single person was just gobsmackingly brilliant. But yeah, Leslie Odom Jr. I just. I mean, he just blew my mind. And some of the songs, like, say when I listen to it, Wait For It doesn't particularly grab me as a song. Oh, but it's incredible, right? And Absolutely yeah. amazing. And, and again, very important in understanding his psychology. The other thing that really helps when you see it is actually um, seeing Lin-Manuel Miranda and sometimes he's impersonating in his vocal, you know, like right. in um, At the end of happens, the Oh, yeah. People are going, oh, you know, you got to be, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. And he's the impersonating. The full line is, you get love, hate for it, you get <laughs> yeah. hate for it, you get nothing if you wait <laughs> for it, wait for, for it. Yeah. And he's taking the piss out of Aaron yeah. Burr, which I didn't really recognise in the recording. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there's a few moments like that where you sort of get like, oh, okay, um, I can't think of the other ones, but there's a couple where he... Um, oh, well, there's the other one where he says to Burr, you know, I'm going to have to take some lessons off you, yeah. you know, talk less, <laughs> smile more. And he sort of really impersonates Burr to his face. Um, but the other thing, too, that I sort of was thinking as I watched it was, I mean, it's so... I mean, I know we've talked about a lot before how verbally skilled it is and also mm. how musically skilled and mm. rich it is and how it all interplays together. But I cannot believe in all of the times that I have listened to it... Um, say the song My Shot, which I probably listened to more than any other song on mm. it, I only realised for the first time when I was watching it again recently that in that song they used the word shot with four different meanings, yeah. as in, you know, I'm not going to waste my opportunity. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have a shot of booze. Yeah. Taking a pot shot at somebody, like having a go at somebody. Mm -hmm. 
and being shot by a gun, yeah. like physically shot. Like, and it took the seeing the staging of it because you know it's time to take a shot yeah. where they would then like throw their glass back on the rest. Like, so, and I was just thinking, how have I not? heard that but it's because I needed to see the performance to have it sort of rammed home. One of the things about um, Lin-Manuel Miranda as a writer I think is that he's so playful like he just loves playing with different meanings he loves playing with um, rhythm he loves I mean like that there's so many complicated great lines like you know Burr when he goes to see Washington and he says you know I used to serve under General Montgomery who he caught it in the neck in Quebec and now in summary (laughs) was just there's just such elegance so clever and it's just I mean it's sort of showing off in a way but it's kind of just this evidence of this restless creative curious yeah and and funny brain um I think I've said it on the pod before but there's also you probably have (laughs) let's face it (laughs) There's all the little nuggets of reference to other musicals, like you've got sure, to yeah. be carefully yeah. taught, um, which is from South Pacific, or um, my favourite, I know I've definitely said this one before, I'm the venerated Virginian oh, veteran yeah. who's yeah. Menoral, which yeah. is reference to Pirates of Penzance, model of a modern major general. And Gilbert, Gilbert and Sullivan. Gilbert yeah. Sullivan, yeah. Um, but then also, I mean, I miss all of the... He's done exactly the same with famous rap and hip-hop um, right. stuff, which I miss other than that I'll be, you know, because we're reliable with the ladies. Yeah. And I think, okay, well, that's... I've definitely heard someone sing ladies, yeah. but I just don't know where yeah. it's from. What about such a blunder? Sometimes it makes me wonder why I even bring the thunder. <laughs> so good. They're so, so clever. Let's stop embarrassingly trying to re-sing these lines and just move smartly on. I just won't be able to. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to keep doing um, The other thing, too, that leapt out at me when you're watching it, because the, qu- the, the quality of the vocal performances is just... <laughs> it's just yeah. speechless. Like, they're so good. Um the weakest singer on the stage is Lin Manuel Miranda because um, he's not a, he's not the same quality of singer of the other yeah. performers. Um, but it did remind me that, nonetheless, he's absolutely brilliant and like completely compelling and, and absolutely perfect in that role. And it just reminded me you don't have to be technically the best at something or perfect at something to actually be able to execute a performance in a way that still makes an incredible connection well i mean he's designed the character too so yeah yeah but did gwen tell you that story about the friend of hers who is um you know works in musical theater who had heard nothing about it and just watched it and said yeah it was amazing i just don't know why they cast that guy in the (laughs) title role though because it's just like his range just isn't as like (laughs) and isn't that funny because i i didn't really notice so much until it was pointed out mainly because I have read about it and I have listened to it and so my knowledge of his genius absolutely colours my appreciation of his performance in that role. Isn't oh, that scary? You, just, you bring so much affection for him because you just think what an sure. incredible achievement. So, yeah. yeah, you're just so thrilled to see him. And he is, he's got the most fantastic presence, don't you? Yeah, he? he really does. Um, the other thing is I just watching the things that people notice absolutely first up. And, you know, my kids just thought Jonathan Groff was like oh. incredible. And you know, imagine having like essentially, what is it, three and a half sort of songs in a three-hour musical and still being, an yeah. yeah. Um, and actually Sam Clark, who is the um, executive producer of Insiders, you'll be pleased to hear that after I first started getting addicted to Hamilton, you know how they do those like little... Um, 
it, you know, packages set to contemporary music yeah. to kind of, you know, jazz up federal politics for them. And they, actually, like, yeah. they do such a good job with those packages. They're, um, they are really effective. But, of course, I became seized with the idea that he needed to use some songs from Hamilton <laughs> to, like... And can you imagine... He hadn't seen it, and so I'm just this crazy person oh, saying, yeah, like, oh, it'll be amazing. Yeah, like, yeah, and, I, and then I went <laughs> on and on with, like, what about, you know, I mean, for instance, you know, when Coag's happening, when are these colonies going to rise up? You know, I'm like, perfect, perfect, right, right? <laughs> when there's, when there's a, a Senate vote, you don't have the votes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm like, on and on and on. And he, in his incredibly, um, you know, nicely brought up ways, um, replying to me going mm-hmm, yes sounds most interesting anyway uh, he messaged me on the night that it was on telly you know on disney plus and he said um oh my god i just you know um here and his partner Chatter, um sat down and watched it and just to see what the fuss was about and then he said he said Two and a half hours in, our jaws haven't left the floor. I'm oh, like, yeah. get working on those packages, dude. But he did a, um, Sam did a tweet a day or two later saying, oh, my God, imagine being this good at your job that this is the drop down for this question. So he'd asked, he'd asked Google who plays the, and the auto, autofill answer was King in Hamilton. Oh. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That Isn't is it? amazing. <laughs> well, that was, funnily enough, that song, um, what's it called again? Uh, um, I don't know what it's called. Oceans Rise, Empires Fall. You'll be back. You'll be back, yes. Jeez. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. <laughs> um, Again, when I saw it in London, that was the song when I walked out, was stuck in my head. The da 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 da. Oh, yeah. So hooky, right? Um, And then uh, when I listened to the soundtrack, that was was just, again, the first song where I got the line sort of stuck. And then, it's like the starter pack of drugs, isn't it? It is, like, yeah. It really is. Yeah. And then when I read, remember I've got that book, Hamilton Revolution. Okay, um, which I now have too. <laughs> It's next level. It really is. So it's like a sort of annotated book. Um, <laughs> so it's and it has backstories about how various people were cast. If you're as much of a Hamilton nerd as I think you are, if you're listening this far into this podcast, yeah. you should just go get it. Um, it's a beautiful book, it and there's really lots is. of little anecdotes, and oh, he also amazing. explains different lines. Yeah. So all the things we're talking about, the musical references, the hip hop references, they're all annotated down the and sides. Being so ignored all... by Lee Sales right now. <laughs> um, so. Uh, he's Lin Manuel said his wife Vanessa when he wrote that song, she said, "Oh, you've really onto something very hooky there. That King song's yeah. really stuck in my head." Um, and the way it loops back, yeah, you know, throughout the production is. But Jonathan Groff's performance, I loved his stillness, mm-hmm. like obviously very deliberate choice, where he's just got that sort of fixed stare, and then he's not really moving, and you can't see any of his body. It's just all hidden under that robe. Yeah. And so it's all in that psychotic-looking face, and then when he changes his gaze, he just does it really slowly and then stares off in another direction. He was just so absolutely brilliant. It is the least demonstrative performance of anyone in the whole play, in the whole show, right? Like yeah. He, he barely moves a muscle. Yeah. So that when he does make an eye movement, it it's... 
incredibly significant yeah. and very funny. It's just... Oh, hilarious. Yeah. One of the songs that... Um, it's not one of the ones that I tend to repeat when I'm listening to the soundtrack is The Battle of Yorktown. Oh, I think yeah. it possibly has the most excitement and energy when you watch it. Yeah. Like, especially when the bit where they go, because we had a spy on the inside, Hercules Mulligan! And then he just comes like blasting out and that guy's voice is so oaky something his name is he's oh my god he, he is outstanding absolutely outstanding um so just running through some of the cast so you said philippa sue who's eliza hamilton's in your family's she's your favorite of the skylers is she oh look i think we're um i actually i was walking home with our with my 10 year old son and his um uh little buddy the other day and they were having this discussion <laughs> About, and they were singing um, Satisfied <laughs> and then talking about who was, you know, better out of the two of them. Um, I'd say we're big fans of all the Skylar sisters and even and Peggy. Pe- even <laughs> Peggy because we all feel a bit sorry for Anne Peggy, although we love seeing her ghetto pipes out later on as this Scarlet woman. Yes. That's pretty amazing. Um, yeah, so, um, oh, look, I think for sheer um, energy and range... Um, Angelica kind of rules, oh. doesn't she? Yeah, but, I, I think. I mean, both of them are mind-blowing. Mm. <laughs> Here we are again. Oh, look. Oh, just amazing. <laughs> just amazing. Photos. Did anyone amazing. suck in this show? Did anyone suck? Oh, no. Philip. Philip oh, sucks. We hate Philip, we've, Philip sucks. I don't know if we've talked about our dislike of Philip. Oh, I mean, so wet. Just shut up. Yeah, wow. Uh, also, just... just uh, I don't know. He's really, yeah, he's just wet and annoying, isn't he? He's, yeah. yeah. Actually, the guy who plays Philip in the um, original cast that we just watched, yeah. when Lin-Manuel stepped down, he took over as Alexander Hamilton. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, and he's terrific, but Philip, wet. Um, <laughs> actually, interestingly, um, in the handbook, Lin-Manuel notes that, um, you know, there's that great, great line of Angelica's where she says, my father has no son, so I'm the one who has to social climb yep. for one. Yeah. Not true. Um, her father had hundreds of sons. <gasps> oh. <laughs> and and um, Lin-Manuel just says in the notes, ah, yeah, this isn't true. He had, she had hundreds of brothers, but I just love the rhyme so much that I went with it. <laughs> He's Look, taking the liberties. Yeah. One of my favourite tweets that I've seen about Hamilton was by a guy following Twitter who I find incredibly funny name James Colley oh um, yeah he's very funny yeah, absolutely so he tweeted um, he's got a new yeah. um, 10 funniest things on the internet on oh, the Guardian okay. you know that column that they do I must have a look very worth I a look hilarious he said um, you know people should be careful with this Hamilton film there's a lot of historical inaccuracies in it some of these musical numbers never happened <laughs> <laughs> Um, Christopher Jackson is the actor who plays Washington. Yeah. I mean, he's just yeah, you love him. He's amazing. He's just amazing. <laughs> no, he's just. I mean, I think he's got a phenomenal voice too, and he's sort of such a linchpin character in the show as well. And yeah, look, it was just amazing. Did you cry? <laughs> yeah, I cried a couple of points. The um, I mean. Quiet Uptown always just makes me howl, whether I'm watching it or listening to it. It's a beautiful, beautiful song. Have you listened to the Hamilton mixtape very much? Uh, Two or three times. Yeah. Yeah. Kelly Clarkson does a very pipes-out version of It's Quiet Uptown. (laughs) (laughs) Every now and again when I think I'm a bit, um, just going a bit heavy on Hamilton, I'll switch and listen to the (laughs) mixtape instead. (laughs) And, you know, like, I think, I can't remember if we've talked about, but, I mean, there are so many great little spin-off 
Hamilton things available on the intertubes. I mean, you can get lost for an entire day. Oh, yeah. My children, you know, I've told you before about that um, comedy troupe called Studio C. It's yeah. kind of like oh, kid-friendly. Yeah, their version of um, non-stop. non-stop is oh. just... They just mime it over the top. Yeah, of it's one camera shot. Of, superb. Very, yeah. very good and very funny. And um, another thing that will just make you cry with happiness that I was put onto by um, Michaela Maguire from the Sydney Writers Festival is um, Lin Manuel Miranda's own wedding video. Um, the song that he and dance that he composes to sing with his family. It's pretty amazing. Pretty, pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, look, it's. Um, I feel like 2020 for me could be pretty much reduced to pandemic and Hamilton. Yeah, That's... but I think too, I mean, there is this extraordinary role that the music that you listen to when you're younger plays in your life, right? And yeah. in that interview that you did with Lin-Manuel, <laughs> um, you know, he talked about... Um, being so obsessed with Rent and we've been listening yes. to Rent actually in the last couple of weeks as my daughter is um, massively into it at the moment. Yeah, I love Rent. Um, oh, well, there you go. Um, so, and I think it's kind of miraculous in my household that everybody is on the same page with being obsessed with this musical because like when I was um, growing up, like I was really into Liberace and... Uh, <laughs> I was. And then my brother was into madness. So, like, on a family drive, which we didn't do all that often, like, the tape deck would be, like, my dad playing Marty Robbins, <laughs> me playing Liberace, and my brother playing madness. Like, there wasn't a huge amount of crossover. <laughs> Did you have a favourite Liberace number? Oh, the entertainer, mate. What are you talking about? <laughs> does Liberace sing the lyrics to it, or does he just play it? You buffer. It's entirely instrumental. No, it's not. It's got dun, lyrics. Dun, 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 dun. No, but his oh, version of it oh, yeah. is entirely like there are lyrics. His... Lyrics exist. To oh, look, I do know yeah. that. Yeah, right. Just, Thank you. Just checking. Jeez. Just Don't checking. Kick me out of the dork club. Just um, checking. <laughs> no, my um, the entertainer cassette tape of Liberace's, of which I was very fond <laughs> as a younger person, was entirely instrumental. <clears throat> if you get caught between the moon and New York City, I know it's crazy, dun, but dun, it's dun, true. Um, okay, do we have anything else to add about Hamilton? I probably oh, I think it's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, do you know, uh, I have, on behalf of both of us, written to the oh, Michael yeah. can, Cassell group can I that's just putting tell, it on can I just with my our casting, casting. Can I just make it clear I had nothing to do with that list of casting suggestions? It's all on you. That's bullshit, actually, because uh, it was based on conversations with you. Uh but all the good ideas were mine. It was based mine. on conversations with me where you spoke and I just went, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, otherwise known as a podcast <laughs> when it works the other way. All right, should we bring this one to an end? Let's knock it on the head. Go and see Hamilton, Disney+. Plus. Oh. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs>